You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. All right. I take it I'm still introducing? Yeah, you can take the lead. Okay. Hail Wastelanders, it's that time again. It's the Fallout Feed, episode 37. Tonight, I am joined by the ever-wonderful Andrew. Hello, Andrew. Hello, Kara. How are you tonight? Pretty good. How about you? Oh, just great. Just great. Thank you. Awesome. And also, we have Casey returning. Hi, Casey. Hello. How are you doing? Pretty good. How about you? I'm doing good. Glad to be here. Good. Glad to hear it. And we're also joined by Dennis tonight. Hi, Dennis. Hi, how are you doing? Good to be here. Yeah. Super um, excited to have Dennis on the show. I, we just heard Dennis on a, a recent episode of ASA Game Talk, and that was, oh, was, was very awesome. So uh, go check out his episode of ASA Game Talk, which recently aired with, with Jeremy. It was, it was good stuff. So uh, we, we rolled him right into uh, Fallout feed. Took the opportunity. <laughs> I'm the new scrappy do of ASA. Now I'm going to be everywhere and be, <laughs> be everywhere. Going to kick me out. Well, you've been all over, you know, message board and well, not you know, not message board, face Facebook group, and uh, you like the Twitch stuff, so it's been fun to have you around. Thank you. Good to be here. I interrupted you, Kara. What'd you say? I wasn't saying anything important. Oh, okay. That's that's not something I do. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, to to start off tonight, has anyone played around with the latest DLC, the the workshop stuff, manufacturing, and so on and so forth? Yeah, I played with it around with it a little bit. What do you like so far, and what what don't you like? I like the. I've only seen it on videos. I haven't tried it myself, but the fireworks. Oh yeah, I saw that option, uh, and I looked at that, and I was like, I wouldn't even know where to start. That was and one of the first things first I, thing I, I, did I was built put... was the oh, fireworks sorry. station. So what? You went straight to the pyromania? Yeah, but I didn't really understand it yet. I was I was just playing around trying to figure it out, you know. Uh, does anyone really understand fireworks? I think people who use them just fire them off. They're for just fun. magic from ancient China. That's all we he, know. Exactly. That's all we know. It's not science. They're lying to you. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> Sorry, Casey, what else were you building? As I said, the first thing you have to do is kind of look through every single option to find out where the new stuff is oh, on the menu. Crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of confusing when they add new things and they're all in different spots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've noticed one thing. Uh, they've got little symbols now uh, on some of the options. Like They look, they look like... Um, Deathclaw heads in some cases. Does anyone know what's that? What that's about? I just saw that today. I just assumed it was 
kind of ease of use, like letting you know like what add-on this is part a part of? Hmm. That was Any, my guess. Yeah, I have absolutely no idea. So I was just curious if anyone else had any clue because I was haven't had time to look it up. I I I did notice that the building menu now has icons up in the top right corner if you have added mods that will affect that area of the building it'll add a little m and it's added different icons like i think there was an animal shape and a different thing for like different categories they're they're trying to make it more clear but i still don't understand their symbols yet <laughs> so i have to learn yeah. the new menu system um, yeah it makes, uh, I, I mean, all that I've found so far are like danger icons and so on and so forth. And, and it's absolutely not at all what I've, um, what, what I'm trying to ask out I'm sorry, you cut out for just a second there, Kara. Say that again. Did we lose her altogether? Oh, um, where'd she go? <laughs> poor care. Uh, so, Dennis, are you, are you playing any Fallout right now, or are you uh, sucked into Elder Scroll stuff these days? Uh, no, unfortunately, since I went on vacation, I had to make. I was gonna. I was debating on whether to bring the 360 or the Xbox One, and I chickened out with the TSA and whatnot. So I just uh, <laughs> bought the 360, so I didn't blow my Xbox One up. But uh, uh, I've been fun. watching the videos on the. Uh, the latest DLCs and seeing some of the awesome stuff people are really creating. Isn't it crazy? But... The, I can't believe with the options that I'm given and the menu in front of me mm-hmm. that these people are building the things that they're building with the same options. Like, are you crazy? Yeah, well... <laughs> I can't... They, there's people building these huge death machines and stuff. Or like this, mm-hmm. I saw this crazy one. It was, it was a play on the the Family Guy Peter Griffin breakfast machine. And where all it does is shoot you and it's pointless machine but it's like it goes to this huge like big long uh you know balls going everywhere so all sorts of uh routes in and out and, and railways here and there and it's it's a crazy and it takes forever to get through it and then all it does is like shoot a shotgun that shoots this guy in the face who's sitting by a breakfast table at the end yeah. which is really funny <laughs> but i how the fuck do you build that i can't do that engineer Oh, Kara, we're losing you all over the place tonight. Really? Uh, it's this blasted uh, headset. Are you sure it's not internet? Uh, it could be, but I've been having troubles uh, with my headset lately. Well, that's too um, bad. Is it still pretty bad? No, it sounds great right now. Okay, I'm just going to hold the USB in place oh, no. for the entire podcast. Well, that's fine. We don't have to keep a marathon episode tonight. So. Not going to move an inch. I need to replace it. it. It actually has never fit into the USB port well at all. It wiggles. Oh, it's always wiggled. And this headset is just pretty old. I know it sounds good when it's working, but it's just time for a new one. Yeah. Whoever has free cash to throw at stuff like that, anyway. Jesse Eisenberg? Oh, yeah. He probably does. <laughs> he was just in a Superman movie, though, and I wasn't. He. Wait, what? 
Jesse Eisenberg? Was yeah. It, wasn't he just uh, in a Superman movie? Yes. Okay. Yes, he was. <laughs> Sorry, I, I thought I made a mistake there. So no, no, no. I yeah. just didn't hear you for a second. Oh, no, it's okay. Hey, uh, Dennis, you said you were watching some YouTube videos. What what has caught your eye? What are you What are you liking about contraptions and stuff? Well, the thing about the whole contraptions thing is I'm very stuffy about that. I, I'm not much of a builder myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, this is a waste of time. Why they put this in the game? There should be more quests. There should be more <laughs> guns. There should be more this, this, and this. But for whatever reason, I'll sit there and watch a YouTube video for like an hour and a half of people building this stuff. So obviously there's <laughs> some attraction yeah. to the game. And, you know, it, it appeals to, uh, you know, you can't bag on them for putting it in the game because it appeals to people on some level, even if, you know, they may not necessarily do it. So yeah. it's giving the game more scope that, you know, even if I don't necessarily agree with it, I'm endlessly fascinated by it. So it's working on some level. And it really gives the game a depth of field, a different dimension that it never has had before. Granted, this is my first Fallout game, so I do not have a, a previous relationship with all the past games. And I'm, I'm not one who says, oh, building is sacrilege. It's not part of Fallout. I've definitely heard, like, Fallout purists who are not into, you know, the... It's a, I don't want yeah, to. I don't want to make them out to be that, jerks. That but grumpy like, voice that goes, oh, this oh, wasn't this here not before. Part of the game Get these kids <laughs> off my porch. But I'm, I'm glad. Yeah. It, I think it provides a, a little more depth of field. And the great part about it is, you don't have to do it if you don't want to. Yeah. yeah, you can walk away from it. That's at all times. <laughs> it's a video game. You're supposed to have fun, and if you enjoy building settlements, then and they give you that option. The best is uh, what's what's? Oh man, I just forgot his name. All of a sudden, the guy from uh, our our Facebook group who's all over the place with his buildings recently. I believe it's Ted. Oh, Ted. Yeah, he's been <laughs> he's been crazy with all of his building stuff recently. <laughs> That's awesome. I love how he just hops back and forth between different games all the time too. He's a he's a gaming butterfly all over the place. Yeah, I always look forward to his videos. Uh, so we just were joined by Pat. Hey, Pat. Hey, guys. Oh, Pat, what's going on, man? Hey, Pat. Hey, I, 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 How you doing, I'm, Pat? Hey, good to, good to talk to you guys. I'm joining from the future here. I'm sitting in the back of a car connecting with my phone for the Fallout feed. <laughs> so it's, it's a future that they never had in the Fallout universe. <laughs> Is it any better or any worse? It, the connection, oddly enough, is actually better than when I joined from my computer a couple weeks ago. Oh, man. <laughs> good. That's promising. Not too strange. <laughs> so, Pat, have you played it all with the latest DLC? Uh, with uh, Contraptions? Yeah. No, no, I have not touched Contraptions at all. I have uh, uh, was so obsessed with, with Far Harbor and rolled straight into my, my uh, roundtable character. So uh, I, I am Contraption-free so far. I have to admit, I'm also guilty of that. I'm super hyped up on on Roundtable and on. I still haven't completed Far Harbor. <laughs> oh, so bad. That's fine. Um, you'll, you'll do it in the next few weeks. I will. It's worth uh, the wait. Yeah, I can't wait. I I really can't. I want all of the free time so I can play all of the different ways. Um, but I I'm again? kind of like you, Andrew. Like I look at the contraptions workshop add-ons and of course those strange symbols that mean nothing to me right now and uh yeah, yeah. and i just i don't know what to do with it i really don't <laughs> I, I guess i should take that back i just remember that I, I did use an armor stand for my marine my marine armor from far harbor it, it looks awfully shiny on that on that armor stand uh, pretty, <laughs> did you put it? spotlights on it 
Oh, I didn't. Oh, I should totally do that. Ooh, that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, light it up. <laughs> I've I've done a little bit of contraption stuff. Um, I was trying to. I have a a thirteen story tower or something that I was trying to do the ball track all the way, like wrapping around the building, all the way down to the the beach at um Dalton Farm, but I. I had built the tower, and then I built everything from the inside. So it was hard to access the outside of the building. So it was just really complicated. So I, what I ended up doing was building it from the ground up and walking on the tracks that I was building as I was building them up. So it looks really horrible. And the <laughs> way it kind of wraps around the building, and it's not connected to the building at all. You know how... The physics of building in this game just make no sense that, like, you just click two things together and then all of a sudden you can stand at a 45-degree angle on a stairs going to nowhere. Yeah. And it's not connected to anything, so it, that would collapse in real life. That's one thing that they should, you know, maybe take into consideration. I don't know how hard that would be to take into consideration, but that, that's something for a, a, you know, maybe the uh, the next Elder Scrolls game if they include some sort of, you know, settlement building or something. But uh, my my, I never finished the the ball tower coming down. Um, I cannot get everything connected all the way up. So I think you have to um, take into consideration what you're going to build and incorporate it into your building before you build it. Like not you don't have to like sit down and make out a blueprint or anything. Mm-hmm. But if you want to have access to the outside of your building, you need to put in a couple platforms to the outside or build scaffolding. Or access panels or something on the way up because I just didn't take that into consideration, so I didn't really have access to that on the outside of the building. But at the other, what is? Hey Pat, what's the other one? The sort of like the settlement that's sort of on the water to the west, <laughs> sort of like a, a trucking. That's not trucking, packing or something. Oh, uh, oh, oh! In, in Far Harbor. Yeah, in Far Harbor. Yeah, it's that uh, leather. Is it- it's got all this hides and stuff. I know yeah. it, yeah, lumber, lumber, or something. lumber, lumber. Yeah, exactly. It's a lumber yard. You're right. Yeah. Um, yeah, because you got the yeah, yeah. But uh, Echo I, Lake. I, Echo Lake Lumber. Yeah. Good job. Mm-hmm. I um, I tried to set up my boy farm over there. I was talking about that a few weeks ago because I was, <laughs> and I we think we came to the conclusion that there's only one boy in the game and only two gorillas. So, uh, I was trying to you know, um build a system where I had my boy trap and I was playing with contraptions and that I had the, um, the machine building fancy lad snack cakes, which is the bait that you put in the little boy trap. But I found that when I went to load up the cage for the little boy, that the fancy lad snack cakes that the machine was producing were not the fancy lad snack cakes that the trap needed for some reason. Wait, what? You find the fancy lad snack cakes out in the game anywhere, and those would work. But if you produced them with a contraptions machine, they would not be compatible. They would not work. That makes absolutely no sense. You are correct. So, so are those like uh, pre-war snack cakes or something that are I don't not? Know. <laughs> because you know, you know when you're in your when you're in your 
uh, cutscene at the start, there's all the pre-war stuff. It's all clean and shiny, mm, yeah. and mm-hmm. not dirty. So it's like yeah, it pre-war sticks. Have... Yeah, doesn't have enough radiation. <laughs> Little boys love extra radiation in their snack cakes. And well, dirt. I think people are snobby over snack cakes to begin with. I grew up on the West Coast in California, and we ate, like, Twinkies and stuff. You go out on oh, the East Coast, no, all they no, want to have no, is no, Tasty no. Cake and whatnot. Tasty so, Cake. You know, people on, are snobby Antimans. about those things. <laughs> exactly. We get bent out of shape about our baked items. And so that's uh, that's a lot of what I've done with contraptions. Oh, I've done a little bit of ammunition building as well. That That is pretty cool. Um, you need... Some fertilizer and different metals, I believe, depending on which which ammunition you're building. I, I and just how played do you? With a oh, sorry. Bit. Go ahead. No, go ahead. How is done? Uh, and how do you um, find that in the menu? Where is that in the menu? Oh, um, in the, I believe it's in the electricity, the light bulb. If you go to the light bulb and go into that menu, I believe they've added a section called manufacturing. Okay. And, All right. And so is that pretty self-explanatory to put together, or is it one of those figure out how to do it yourself things? I, I took a couple hours playing around with it, but it's it's fairly self-explanatory. There's, uh, you know, like left turn and right turn um, sets of of uh, track, or I don't even know what it's referred to as. Like, uh, I don't even know. It's sort of like beltways or whatever you know conveyor, what I mean? belt. conveyor belts there you go um so they have different machines that'll build different items and then you have different conveyor belts that'll go different directions and up and down ramps and uh you know uh you can i don't know you can just produce all of the things that are in the game you know you can set and you have to set a terminal that's the thing you set the equipment up and it's just kind of a generic piece of equipment. It's just a producer. It just produces something, but you have to tell it what to produce by building a terminal right by it, and you hook the terminal up to that piece of equipment. And in the terminal, it has every piece of equipment in the damn game. And then you tell it like what you want it to build. Mm-hmm. You have, you program the instrument to to produce whatever you want to build, and then it'll pop out on the track, and you can send it through a scrapper or, you know, fire it through a cannon or something. I don't know. I've seen some, cra- <laughs> I've seen some crazy videos. <laughs> I think that would be the most useless thing ever. You work so hard to create something only to shoot it off into the distance. <laughs> the, Victor was saying that he saw some videos and I didn't realize that this was with a mod because I just saw the mod the other day and I want to load it and mess around with it now. But it was uh, a mod that worked with contraptions, but it didn't all, it didn't only have a building stuff, but it had a deconstruct stuff. So this guy was building like a loop of, oh, I take the cloth and the leather and I make a teddy bear and then I send it through this crazy loop and then the teddy bear goes into the scrapper and then it scraps out leather and cloth and then it goes around a loop and then it goes back into the builder. It's just a, you know, an infinite loop of <laughs> constructing and deconstructing teddy bears. So I thought that I know I just this what people are doing is fun. You know, it's really fun. And yeah, I understand it's not important. It's not part of the the deep overall story of the game. But if you're into it, it's great. If you're not into it, you can totally ignore it and it's no big deal. Mhm. I think they're doing a pretty good job of appealing to uh the majority of their different users. You know, they've got stuff that's story based. 
uh, stuff that's firepower based, um, strength based, and then you know they've got stuff that's intellect based, and I think that's pretty cool. Well, I think one of the things that we have to accept is that, you know, Bethesda realizes that they have the hardcore people. They have us already, and what they're trying to do is they're trying to be a business and make money and draw new people into the game. And you know, if they can do this through you know contraptions or whatever they're going to do, it's you know it's going to be in their interest to test it. Now, if they flip out their you know hardcore fan base too badly, then you know they'll probably back off it like they would the voice protagonist. But so, you know, so otherwise, what? you know, it, it's in their interest to try you know <laughs> new things here and there. And if you don't try new things, and you know, some and something may be a huge hit. If you never try it, then you're never, you know, you never have any addition to the game, and you're just cranking out the same game, you know, with updated graphics over and over again. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Then you turn into Madden. You're just a roster update every year. Exactly. <laughs> no fun. The ammunition uh, building is something I expected to enjoy and like for this newest DLC, but mm -hmm. I only had enough lead to build, like, 100 shotgun shells. I was so disappointed. Oh, that is disappointing. I don't even know where you get lead in the game. Is Every it, bullet, from, you, like... well, not all of them, but most of the bullets use lead to create them, and I did not have that much lead. What's your you, lead you, you get the lead at the uh, General Atomics Galleria weight room. Oh, the yeah. weights and stuff. Weights and you can get stuff. A lot of, you can get a lot of uh, lead from those weights. Mm-hmm, okay. Okay, I'm going there. <laughs> Watch out for the Mr. Gutsies. They're nasty. Oh, God. I'm <laughs> Just a quick aside, I'm my roundtable character I didn't do any leveling up. I ran straight for Far Harbor, and oh. and I ran into some, like, just as, as low-level Mr. Gutsies you can find, and they still whooped my ass so hard. <laughs> God, well, Mr. Uh, Gutsies are Casey. incredible. <laughs> Yeah, I, not to get too deep into to the round table, but Casey was telling me that your build is actually kind of lower on the health uh, spectrum kind of thing, too. Yeah, there's <clears throat> I haven't acquired it yet, but there are a couple different pieces of equipment that reward you for having um, low health and high radiation. The lower your health is, the uh, higher your intelligence will go with the, the special cow that they give you. And... Um, I believe that there's a piece of armor that the lower your health is, or or maybe it's the higher your radiation is, the more damage your weapon will do. The, the, yeah, it's the, the the radiation one is you get more strength, and then the uh, damage is uh, your health. I think. Okay. Casey, is that the one you're thinking about? Well, there's the cow that the child of Adam give you that raises your intelligence. Yeah, the Inquisitor's cow. Because of, because of your radiation level. That's the uh, is... child of Adam build. Is that the one you're using? Yeah, that's that's the one I was assigned. I need to. Uh, I took some notes as I was watching my video the other day. I need to uh, just watch it quickly one more time again and, and pound out. I'm not sure that I'm going to follow exactly the backstory that they were having, mm -hmm. but I do. I am so far. I'm, I'm really liking all the perks that they have assigned. And that's nothing I would ever take, but it's an, a pretty incredible experience so far. The uh, last character that I played in, in Survival, I was using that build. It, it's a little rough to start, but oh, it you know, is, as, it, uh... as it gets going, you get stronger and stronger. Especially, very I think I was I was getting up around in the twenties in intelligence, just oh, letting wow. my rads go. Jeez, nice. That's incredible. Now, and, and, I know, logically, you're all saying cowl, but every time I hear you guys say that, 
I'm thinking cow, and my thinker box just puts this cow walking behind the character everywhere uh, it goes. A Brahmin. And, yeah, a Brahmin. <laughs> I just... Uh, like if that was one of the, could you imagine like a Brahmin as a companion? That'd be pretty cool. I wonder how much weight it could carry in comparison to all of your other companions. You know what, Kara? What? There's a mod for that. I bet there <laughs> is. <laughs> I saw it. Yeah, I was like, oh man, Brahmin follower. Yes. I doubt oh, they'll do man. any fighting, but they'll carry stuff for you. That'd be cool. Exactly. You could role play yeah, a provisioner. The pet rat. <laughs> I still have a Brahmin on my roof in Sanctuary. Oh, that's great. It's been, it's been there through like three game sessions. I think it's never coming down. Brahmin on the roof is good luck. Is it that one with the, <laughs> the tree going up the backyard? Above the storm cellar? Is it that house? No, it's the, it's, uh, it's the, it's the, the, the house with the workbench right across from your house. How'd you get up there? <laughs> Hell if I know. <laughs> I think it probably followed Preston dropped them or something. Off. No, I don't know. <laughs> That's I, I think it's Carla's Brahmin because Carla's walking around without a Brahmin. <laughs> <laughs> I, I totally accidentally robbed her. Have you guys played that where she's like, "Hey guys, what's going on?" And you're like, "Oh, give me all of your stuff." <laughs> have you, have, I accidentally robbed her once, and then she was like super shitty the whole rest of the game. The first character. Was she, was she still barter with you, or does she? Uh, no, she wouldn't she barter you? with you, but she still just sticks around and gives you a sour puss the whole time. You know. You would think that if she'd been robbed, she wouldn't go back to that town. Yeah, she wouldn't hang out at a town that you control. <laughs> now, how do you accidentally rob someone? Uh, you plow oh, through, you plow through menus. <laughs> you plow through menus without reading them too clearly, and then you're like, "Oh shit! Oh, whoops!" And it's too early in the game before you realize um, to revert on saves and stuff if you want to do that. Like I wasn't, you know, I was just figuring. This is my really my first Fallout game. I was still trying to figure stuff out at that point, you know. It wasn't until I watched uh, one of uh, Victor's uh, Twitch streams that I actually saw that, you know, there was a dialogue option where if you worked it a little bit, you know, she would actually be nice to you and, like, give you a discount. I'm like, wow, I never got that. She was always such a bitch to me. <laughs> what, what are you guys doing? <laughs> I don't understand how you get to these positions where you have people angry with you or you skip things. I just, I don't know what I'm doing versus what you guys are doing, but there, it's got to be something very different. Well, mine is pretty much click, click. Are you going to give me money or are you going to give me a gun? No, bye. See ya. Yeah, later. Okay, Tommy. that explains it. <laughs> or, or, Kara, it's also, um, if you want to speak a little more about mods, it's also the menu system where it's kind of unclear what you're going to say before you say it. That yeah. That has led me astray a few times as well. Now yeah. I have the mod, I think it's called Complete Dialogue or something like that, where it just... It lays them out vertically, just, you know, A, B, C, D, or, you know, whatever it is, um, A, B, X, Y, or whatever. Um, but there, the complete dialogue line is written out on each option, so you get to see exactly what you're saying. That is a nice mod to have. Mm -hmm. I think that one's really useful, because I still continue to get tripped up by some of the options. Like, there was one where what was written down wasn't anywhere in the dialogue <laughs> and, and it was only vaguely related to it and i'm like how was i supposed to know 
Oh, he's just blindly guessing at some points here. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, it is the 21st as we're recording this, so on the 26th, we are going to get Nuka World, correct? Oh, man. Nuka World? No. Really? No. Vault no. Tech. Vault Tech, Yeah, we're that's getting right. the Vault one first. Yeah. I'm super excited for Vault Tech. Oh, yeah? What do you want to build? Well, it says you can run experiments on your dwellers. You know how much work it's going to take yeah. to get to that point? Yeah. You have to you know, first gather all the materials to build the vault. Then you got to build the vault. Then you got to attract the settlers. Then you got to assign the settlers to do whatever. And then you got to learn whatever weird complex system Bethesda puts together here for fucking with these people. And, and, and you have to get to freaking Quincy. It's on the it's on the northeast corner of the map, the very worst corner of the map is where this new vault's going to be. Yeah, it's... It oh, is, it's, it's it at a fixed spot? I didn't know it was at a, yeah, an, only one only fixed one spot. There's only one spot where you can go, and you can only do one vault. Can you choose different aesthetics for the vault? Can you, like, make it in the style of say, the Railroad, or the Institute, or Brotherhood of Steel, you know, like... I imagine to a degree, yes, but I don't think... I mean, beyond uh, decorations, but can you actually... Uh, I am going to guess no, but I would hope for yes, really look like the other really vaults, cool. right? Hmm? I imagine it'd just look like similar to the other vaults, sort of. Yeah, hopefully vault, not, vault though. It'd be nice to, because, you know, build your own vault. Do what you want with it would be yeah. ideal. But I understand that comes with uh, a lot of work on the developer's part. So, I don't know. Who knows? Hope for the best. Whatever. They're selling video games. We're paying them money. They can do it. It's a lot of work, <laughs> but they can do it. I didn't see the video, but I think I heard Bethesda live stream some, like, gameplay of it already mm-hmm. recently. And... I believe I heard that some of the people that were watching it were more excited for it after seeing that. It, ah. seemed, a lot, oh, it okay. seemed a lot deeper than they were expecting based off of the gameplay that they saw already. Yeah, I heard about that. Kara posted a um, a link to that. Did you, did you actually... Anybody else watch it? Casey, you said you watched it, right? Or no, you I just said people watched it. I didn't watch it, but I heard about it. Kara, did you actually check it out? I just retweeted it. <laughs> oh, okay. Now, and speaking of video games stuff, it's like I saw this promo on television today, guys, for the E League. Have you ever heard of the E League? No. It, it's professional gaming. I guess no, it I don't think I have electronic gaming. And on TBS, I think this weekend they're playing like the national quarterfinals for. A prize, grand prize, one point four million dollars. I'm like, I'm just like, there's these groups of guy, like people, teams playing video games for like professional yeah. cash on national television. I'm like, a lot of the MOBA games, uh, like uh, Smite and what have you, uh, have professional teams that it's it's they play competitively. That's awesome that we're getting to that point. I mean, I'll never get there, of course. I'll never make a dime off of podcasting or video games. I realize that this is just a hobby, but that's amazing. I mean, that's something that I've always enjoyed growing up. Like, I enjoy playing a game, but I also enjoy watching people play games, too. Uh, especially some games that I just won't play. Like, for example, most horror games, you will not be able to get me to play. I just, I end up getting a little too involved and a little too freaked out. But I love watching people play horror games. 
although Dead by Daylight doesn't count. It's more tense stress rather than horror. Yeah, I, I never had a problem. I think that's, I what, like... le- that's what has led to the success of MLG, uh, uh, the, the MLG sector and uh, what you're talking about, as well as YouTubers and Let's Players and Twitch streamers and so on and so forth. It's something that apparently a lot of people enjoy doing, you know, watching someone else make different choices or perhaps better choices or, you know, just doing better or even doing worse than you. Um, and I think there's a lot of a, appeal to that. And I, I'm kind of glad I live in this day and age. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I've been spending a lot of time watching a couple of Twitch guys. Uh, uh, there's uh, they're both made on Kotaku. There's, there's weirdest, weirdest builds who did the, uh, the uh, no kill run in uh, original survival mode. And then uh, T Ronix, who did the no hit run, and and it's 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 oddly you're right, Kara. It's oddly compelling how interesting it is just to watch these people play this game that you love and and how they do it. It's uh, it's it's uh, I, I don't know how many hours I've logged with just watching those guys because it's just, it's just really fascinating to see the choices they make and how they run through the, the world. Mm-hmm. And it's also nice. I mean, uh, I know Juan and other people have mentioned different. Um, like no, the guy no respawn, and and his ideas for uh, settlement building and so on and so so forth. It's nice to kind of get inspiration from other people who think differently than you, and be like, oh well, I want to try that exactly or something like that in my own playthrough, which I never would have come up with um, unless I had watched this. So I think that's kind of like that whole. Um, imitation is the most sincere form of flattery kind of thing or art influences art although this is just for funsies so not quite anything as deep or serious well it may sound silly but i I really do think that some of that settlement building stuff is art i mean i mean there's you can either create it and have the mind to be able and patience to sit down there and do it and you know it's being creative you know do you take it super serious? Is it going to hang in a museum somewhere? But no, it's that's amazing what people can do. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like I think most of the time when I put something together, it ends up looking like, eh, nailed it. <laughs> but other people kind of have it in a very structured and clean-looking way, which is very difficult in the wasteland and in, as Andrew mentioned, like the physics that this game kind of has with it and in things that just don't make sense sense and things that do and when they cross and when they don't um so i'm i'm very envious of those people but i do enjoy watching them work yeah it's one of the good things about the internet is you have x like i couldn't build those giant buildings or elaborate track kits or whatever but you have access to see it almost instantly as the like it's released and some of these videos are dropping like the day after the DLC drops. I'm like, how the fuck are you already amazing at this? <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a very good question. Or how did they have the time? It's kind yeah. of like um, when you're watching a show and not even like three hours at like live watching a show, not DVRing it or recording it or whatever. And then an hour after it's aired, there's already, like, GIFs out on the internet. And I just don't understand, like, how people have the time to do that because some of the shows that I'm watching are pretty late in the evening, even if it's, like, people on the West Coast or or what have you. Um, It's the the speed at which people put things out, uh, or I should say some people put things out, (laughs) is just 
really awesome. Not us. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> yeah. Um I don't know if he wanted to be acknowledged or not, if he's just hanging out, but uh Juan has joined us in the chat room. Juan are, are you here to say hello or are you just hanging out, buddy? I was here to say hello. I'm just waiting for you guys to acknowledge me. She tried to give you she tried to give you a lead in there a little while ago. Yeah. Uh yeah, just <laughs> sorry I missed it. <laughs> right, that's, cool. that's okay. So how you been doing, Juan? What's been going on, buddy? Uh a lot of ESO. Yeah. <laughs> um What are you doing in ESO? Anything fun? Um a lot of uh, farming for material because um, farming I for materials. I know a little bit about that. Yeah, I'm super close to um, having uh, all the traits that I want, so that I can build the ultra special armor that I want. So you're just <laughs> you're like a master level 800 in this game already. You're you're going crazy. Uh, not quite that high. Um, 300 and something, but still. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was level three last I checked on ESO when I last played. Yeah, well, I have three characters that are um, that are endgame level and one that's almost there. Yeah, so, nice. yeah, I spend a lot of time in there. I'm getting ready to start my um, my roundtable character. Oh, though, nice. Uh, what but... did you? What kind of role did you get, or what did you decide to go with? Well, I I had the um, the ultimate Deathclaw build, but it's um, oh, kind yeah. of some a style that I've been playing a lot with uh, just the the um no weapons so i was thinking i'm gonna look at the the builds and try something else because i was listening to pat and pat uh saying how try something that you hadn't he hadn't tried before and i'm like you know i've been doing a lot of um a lot of builds with no with no weapons so i'm gonna try something else because i've done automatic weapons i've done uh the the single shot and I've done the no weapons, so I think my next build will probably be a melee. Yeah, I was going to say knives or something, right? Yeah, good. so I was thinking, um, be lots of I know uh, Fudge Muppet has here. one that is um, like a assassin. That And it, also another thing that it has is, um, I, if I remember correctly, has like one or two strength, which uh, my last like two or three characters have had... Nine. Ten yeah. plus one. Yeah, yeah. You, you've always had lots of strength in your guys. <laughs> yeah, so I think it'd be interesting to play with no strength and just see where, yeah, where your that assassin, takes me. Your assassin will probably have like lots of agility and perception yeah, I think, too. I think that's, yeah, that'll um, be fun. That'll be cool. I think it will be, and um, I think that character is also a hacker, so it's going to be a high intelligence as well. Nice. That'll be fun. I think so. I'm gonna not say uh, do. Um, I'm not gonna do the main the main story, um, but I think I'm gonna actually try to do the railroad as far as I can go. What What does that mean? Not not the main story, but in the railroad. Well, I think I'm I'm not gonna do the I'm not gonna do the. I'm definitely gonna try to avoid the uh, Minutemen. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to do the railroad to see how far I, I can get in that before I actually have to start the main story. Yeah. Well, uh, um, Pat and I were talking about it earlier on, on uh, Facebook, how how well the um, the railroad, if you want to play the railroad, how well that kind of goes along with Far Harbor and the, the whole Acadia refuge thing. The, uh, yeah, I can't remember which, which uh, faction I, I have, though. I just... 
<laughs> I think we all just made okay. up our mind, didn't we? Did we assign? No, we did assign factions. You're right. Yeah, yeah we did. I think I'm you were either were Far Harborman or you were with Acadia. Uh, either one. Um, I'll <laughs> we'll we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, that'll be that'll be fun. And um, Pat, you said you've been already working on your roundtable character some too, right? Yeah, yeah, I, and I was going to save it for the roundtable feedback, but... Uh, no, that's, you know, I, yeah, I'm, I'm not asking I'm, you to, to, to divulge yeah, anything, it's just... Yeah, to... yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm tweaking the build a little bit for reasons that I'll, that I'll save, and, uh, you know, just, right now I'm just kind of doing some leveling up to get ready to, to head to Bar Harbor. I'm about, you know, 13 or so. Oh, nice. And, um... Uh, I, uh, I I I solved the Piper mystery that I that I told you about, Andrew. Oh, I'll great, that great. I'm interested in hearing about that whenever. Yeah, it really wasn't that interesting at the end. Oh, it was kind sucks. of it was kind of funny. I was uh, it was one of those just typical Bethesda game things where yeah. like, oh, this weird thing happened. And, totally. And then it just unhappened when I started the game next time. <laughs> um, but oh, yeah, one course. one thing maybe to mention, like uh, for me, I, I actually did not have any problems with the 1.6 update on Xbox. I oh know yeah this update various people had lots of problems for me it was actually knock on wood pretty smooth yeah let's talk about that problem really quick andrew you skirted it by the skin of your teeth didn't you well i don't i assumed that it was the combination of me adding um you know a bunch of mods that i hadn't been using before and the update hit and i think the combination of the two did something weird plus something that i hadn't ever seen on my xbox yet my controller needed an auto update which i hadn't seen my i'd never seen that before you guys xboxers out there seen that just a weird automatic update for your controller needs to be done have you seen that before i I, i've i've seen it happen once although it was a long time ago I have I have I have my Xbox set to do background updates, so it's possible it might have updated when I wasn't they around. Looking, and didn't even yeah. know what happened for the controller. I yeah. actually it, did, it didn't notify me that it had done the 1.6 update. I actually had to start the game and check and see if it made an exit save for me because I, I couldn't see anywhere in the menu to confirm that it had loaded 1.6. Mm-hmm. But it's doing the exit save, and that seems to be working for me. Nice. I, I haven't actually attempted to try it yet. I haven't loaded up my. I should do that in this weekend sometime. Load up my survival character and see if that that works well. Although I totally don't trust it, I'm still bed saving before I quit. You know, because I, 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 double saving. Stuff. I don't trust a Bethesda game not to crash on me. No kidding. Yeah. Well, my, so um, I, sorry. For, for your controller update, did it? Did you have to plug in your controller or? Um... Yes. Um. Plus, all those other things that had happened all at the same time caused me when I when I loaded Fallout. Um, I I knew something was wrong because when it loads, um, the the little icon, the little loading icon in the bottom right hand corner of the screen always goes from green, which is the na- the the color it's set at to start with. It'll go to white, which is the color I have it set at. And when okay. it started to load the menu, it never changed, never changed, never changed. And all of a sudden, it loaded the menu in all green, and load was not an option. And I said, wait a second, there's no files to load? What the fuck does that mean, Xbox? You and I are about to have a fucking problem. And so <laughs> I went and then I was looking at my save files, and there were none. And I was like, what? No! <laughs> so 
it looked like all my save files were gone after this controller update, and I was like, what the hell is going on? I um, did a hard restart, and the files were still gone. And I did one more hard restart, and there they came back. So I don't know what was going on with my Xbox, but all my files came back finally. So that's, that's an adventure good. I had with the 1.6 update. There's another one that Brian Accidentale had. Does anyone mm-hmm. was anyone following that in the the Facebook group? That was an adventure. Uh, was he the one with the crouch invisibility? Yes. yes. Every time he would crouch for the first time, he was he would load a game, and his player would be fine. He'd see his player. And then he would go into crouch, and then the player would disappear, be invisible. And then he would stand back up, and the player would still be invisible. He'd be gone. He'd vanish. The player's no longer in the game. Um, so it would make it hard to shoot because he couldn't see where his crosshairs were or anything like that. He couldn't pick stuff up. He couldn't, you know, it became a real problem. So he found there's a couple of different mods that people had already whipped up really quickly to get rid of the problem. And it evidently has something to do with the sneak perk but only the the fifth level of it. It's for some reason the fifth level of the sneak perk causes something with a 1.6 update to make your character go invisible. But there are mods to fix it, and he also told me, ah, man, I can't remember it off. I mean, I should look it up on Facebook. There, well, talks. there's there's the chameleon armor that where that is, I think, intended behavior. Yes, you, yeah. you a, he did not have, have that armor. armor on. You, you do that, and I, I had the I had the getting stuck invisible bug pre 1.6 oh. with my with my survival character See, who, who also has sneak five that, that or is max, whatever four or five whatever the max sneak is and uh-huh. i eventually just did a restart and it it, it, it fixed itself that's uh, the, that's the funny thing pat the the mod 1.6 in the in the notes it says it fixes that fixes that problem <laughs> but then it caused it for brian which it was making him insanely mad which was kind of funny no love the janky bit those are the release notes that's right that's right oh that's so good oh. but um my mods are looks like they're getting along okay um with the 1.6 now at this point i'm in far harbor i'm like i'm just under 10 maybe eight or nine i think and uh I'm chilling at the nucleus with my roundtable character. Um, <laughs> I cannot wait to hear about this. Yeah, my health is so low. I, I, one thing that's been going on, you guys, in, in the Facebook group is I will post a picture of my character or something, and people are like, oh, my God, heal your reds. Heal your reds. You are so low on health. <laughs> and I was like, I'm just chilling at the the settlement, just building stuff. I don't, I'm not going to get hit by anything right now. I'm fine. And just, do you guys heal all of your rads immediately? I assume that on survival mode, like Pat does, you kind of have to. But I, I just don't care about taking on a ton of rads and then healing them all at once. You know, with like just a big stem pack or whatever. I think if in if you're in survival, I mean, you're you're such a glass cannon anyway so you could heal half your rats and you could be, ha- feel good about having a full health bar but if something's going to dose you you're going to go down one way down or the other anyway, so. yeah. and also rat away is uh, you know it's causing your immunity to be suppressed so you're not taking that either so and I, I don't you know, know you're walking around you at least in, in my too. experience <laughs> in survival you're you're walking around with a lot more rats than you normally would be Hey, you guys who are in survival, let's let's uh, talk about the um, effects that you mentioned. Um, it's a vicious cycle out there in uh, survival land because 
you do things, you get thirsty, you drink water, the water gives you some other ailment, you take something to get that other ailment, which gives you a different ailment. Can you talk me through this loop about what you guys do when you get different afflictions? Because I know that both Dennis and Pat have been playing a lot of survival mode. So, so I don't think water... So dirty water gives you rads. I don't think purified water gives you anything. Oh, no, great. purified water is you're fine. So you, yeah, just, you, get... you just carry around enough purified water, and you usually, usually when I'm sick, I'll unless it's uh, periodic damage and I'm really low on health, I just suck it up until I can see a doctor, or it's an intelligence thing where I would lose XP. But other than that, you know, you just kind of deal with it, and you're like, okay, I'll be sick for a little while. And you just don't, you don't use stem packs because stem packs have some sort of negative effect. No, on no too, right? stem packs are okay. It's it's uh, so if you if you if you have a disease, use antibiotics, and then antibiotics make you thirsty, and you drink your That's purified okay. water, and and you're okay. Radaway is the, the nasty one because it lowers your immunity. So Radaway is where you get the vicious cycle. You use mm-hmm. Radaway, you cure your rads, it lowers your immunity. The next time you sleep, you get more likely to get sick. And then that that's kind of the cycle, but and you can also get sick from uh, you can get sick sick when you sleep or from certain creatures like uh, bugs and um, I want to say ghouls I think will infect you and some of the other things. So I, I, I that's why I aggressively use the radiation arch, the decontamination arch that they yeah. added with I think Wasteland Workshop. Mm-hmm. I just throw that up in three or four of my settlements, and when I get like more than like like a quarter rads or something i go decontaminate myself and that's that's painless because it doesn't make you thirsty or lower your immunity or anything or or like Dennis said a doctor works too i mean you just get in the habit of you know you get there you get to your settlement you're like all right need to restock my purified water hit the decontamination arch sleep and then you know you just get in the habit of doing that over and over again and sleeping, and, and, sleeping also what it makes you hungry just because time passes. Yeah, yeah, just passage of time. the the, the irony of the irony of uh, survival mode is you really don't need stim packs because you either like die or you just die so fast you don't really have time to heal. <laughs> I always have. And they regenerate so slowly. <laughs> they and they regenerate so slowly too that they're not very effective anyway. Yeah, yeah. Although that's so in survival, the key for me is if I if I get in a nasty fight and I'm about to get my ass kicked, I just I just pop up the pit boy and I eat one of everything I have and pop a stim pack. And by the time you do it, like if you've got some good stuff in your inventory, like a death claw steak, that that or or a nuka quantum, those things heal you really fast. So if you if you mm-hmm. if you pause the game with pit boy and eat like 10 things and do a stim pack, you actually go back to full health immediately, even in the middle of a battle. So that's my, that's my workaround. That's interesting. And you eat one, one of each item because 10 of the same item wouldn't do it as quickly. Yeah, Yeah, right. Well, you, if you, you, they don't stack. So like if you eat two death claw steaks, the second one goes to waste. But if you eat a death claw steak and a grilled red stag and a a Marley, Marler queen, uh, steak and mm-hmm. an omelet and all the other crap that you can make because there's like you know 20 different things and noodle cups and all this other shit. Vegetable soup is great because it kills your your health and, the and, and your well thirst too, right? at the same yeah. time. So if you keep a variety of crap in your inventory, including like a quantum that that heals you really fast, then then you can actually go to the pit boy and 
and heal yourself instantly if you have one of everything and just suck up one of everything. That's a great call. And meat weighs a lot, or I don't remember how no, much. No, not so much. Not too much. Not so much. No, you just you just start learning which foods weigh more. Mm-hmm. So you'll have some foods that you know one of it could be half a pound, and there's others that are like point oh one. Mm-hmm. So you know it's worth more worthwhile to carry that food. You just you just learn to prep for damage more. You you know you're going to go into a fight. You know you're going to get hit. So you start eating before you fight because you know at some point you're going to take damage. Yeah, and and the thing I've learned in survival is I'm really stingy with my ammunition, but I'm really generous with my food. So like in survival, I only, I have a I have a 45 with overseer's guardian, and I have a 10 mil. And those are the only two ammunitions I carry. I carry two guns and uh, some kind of melee, Pikmin's knife or Krim's tooth or something, mm-hmm. melee. Uh, so I carry only like three, maybe three weapons and limited ammo, but I carry a shitload of different food and healing stuff. The, 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 uh, the micro- antimicrobial supplement and all this other crap, just because all that little stuff in survival really helps. Does cooked food have any negative effects? No, no. It, it, it takes the cooking takes the rads away, which is mm-hmm. completely non-scientific, but gets the rads out. Hey, yeah, I, yeah, like the, the cooking station gets the rads out. Kara, did you ever play survival mode yet? Oh yeah, I've done. You did uh, your dead, yeah, is dead, dead is dead. I remember survival in the wasteland. I can't get past the thirst. Uh, the thirst. I keep running out of containers to put oh, the that is water a in. Water farming is your friend. Where, so where do you get the bottles? To... Sorry, go ahead, Andrew. So where do you get the bottles? Does a purified water just create them out of nowhere and they end up in your workbench, or do you have to? Yep. Water farming is your friend. So okay. you set you set Describe... up a huge water purifier, right? Or or the or the motorized pump, either one. And those will just magically. What rate right, per right. day do they produce? purified you water. Gotta, you got to do more water capacity than you have settlers. Because they will have consume. more water capacity than settlers, then it'll start pumping purified water into your workbench. So mm-hmm. so that's local leader is the essential perk for survival. Because you get all your, you get multiple settlements, you do a water farm at everyone, do some, do some settlers to make food at everyone. And I actually like local leader too, and and go ahead and crank start cranking out stores, stores yeah. and healing stations, and what then you basically like you're making your own little diamond cities all over the wasteland. Is that Charisma yes, it... Six? Uh, Charisma Five. Five. Okay. Five or six? I think it's five. Okay. Yeah. See, I'm well, usually playing characters that have level. low charisma, so I, I don't think that uh, I see people that. Do use giant water purifiers and use it as a sort extra water as a source of money. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, break the game through getting caps. I, because I don't want to build anything, I make like one water pump, and that will top top off your healing. And you know, you find enough bottles because you get used to you get really used to what you need to pick up and what you don't need to pick up. And you can usually find enough bottles to where you know, even if you don't build, you know, ten, you know, or two or three water purifiers, you know, you grab enough to where you can have enough water you know constantly and i usually don't i usually use hangman's alley only and uh, i usually never have my settlements connected but you know you it's good if you know you pick a couple sediments at each section of the map and you know all right well this is this is the base instead of having to try and work on each one and worry about you know defending them equally because i can't be bothered to defend them either so you know i don't want i don't want anybody living there 
I don't want you know anybody thinking that I need to save them. I just need to go in, drop, go to sleep, get a little bit of water, and move on. Yeah. Uh, uh, those little shits are on their own for me. I don't care how happy they are. Oh, I hear you. <laughs> yeah. I, it's survival just... mode for me, not for you, pal. You're on your own. Yeah, that's that's. Well, you're you're in freaking Far Harbor, and you get a message that <laughs> that you know. Uh, Abernathy Farm is under attack. Like you're going to go all the way across Far Harbor and all the way across the Commonwealth and defend freaking Abernathy Farm against like raiders. No, exactly. It's like happen. it's like, hey, dude, I brought your your daughter's locket or whatever back. That should be enough for you. All right. Is there any way you could physically get there before the attack would end? Anyhow, that is forever away. It, it, if you drop everything and like use a birdie bird or something, you can get there. Oh, but, bird. But there you it's go. It's just not worth it. I forgot. I I keep forgetting that there is a version of fast travel. It's not really fast travel, but you know what I mean quicker travel <laughs> and it requires you to ally with those tools the brotherhood oh no but it's it's not too far where you have to corner yourself with only them so right oh does it does it does anybody know if you can fast travel to the institute from far harbor in survival i i would doubt it i, I think it sends you to the commonwealth yes. you can I would assume yes because you're teleporting, right? But it doesn't let even yeah. from from the Far Harbor map. It doesn't let you see. Oh, it won't let you even look at the. Um, oh, that's a good point. The only option yeah. is to go to the Commonwealth, and that'll dump you off at Nakano Residence. Yeah, right? that, that's that's probably right. And you then from the stop. Nakano Residence, the, the, you have the to game relay. Is there, you can, I don't think you can hear the classical radio station in Far Harbor. <laughs> that's their carrier signal for the teleport wave. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what else are we doing in the game, everybody? We've got some. Looks like we got some survival mode going on. We've got a, a little bit of contraptions going on. We should do some more contraptions. Um, Kara, Kara, what have right you now. been doing, Kara? <laughs> mods. Juan's looking at mods. Kara doesn't use mods. Will you? Will you add a mod ever, Kara, for your roundtable or anything? I don't know. There are times when I'm thinking, yeah, and then there are times when I'm thinking, I don't know, because I hear about, you know, mods interfering and uh, causing the game to crash and so on and so forth. So I don't know if I want to mess around with them or not. Oh, what are you talking about? I didn't have a scare or anything. It's fine. (laughs) It would never happen. I mean, who knows? Mods probably had nothing to do with my snafu the other day. You know, (laughs) I have no idea. Who knows? Victor might. I don't. That's true. See, that's why I do want to do a, a mod podcast at some point, or mod-focused um, Fallout feed, so we can dive a little more deeply, or once again deeply, into that and all that entails and whatnot. Was uh, PlayStation getting mods soon? Have they said anything about that recently? It's still delayed. That's yeah, so the short side of never. So yeah, all of the news is just a new delay. Yeah, really? I saw Bethesda.net has some follow, uh, some PS4 mods. Yeah, I've seen some are available, but I guess if they're not, so that means it's a yeah. Sony issue still. It's a yeah. Sony issue. Oh. Mm-hmm. Come on, Sony, get it together. Casey wants to mod. Yeah, I don't think. Sony's ever played nice with others. They're kind of, they're they're the original like Apple. 
<laughs> That's what I was just thinking in my head, like. Because <laughs> I mean, I remember back in like mid '90s, I had this this Sony PC. It was awesome, but it was a little slow. It was a 200 um, a 200 megahertz processor at that time, and I wanted to go up to a 300. So I bought the the processor and I took it in to my local shop and they're just like oh yeah it's not compatible uh, Sony has their own setup and everything so yeah just go ahead and return return this uh, processor and yeah you can't you're gonna have to talk to Sony if you want to upgrade your computer yeah, and, mm. and then Sony was like yeah. no no returns <laughs> the end eat it yeah, pretty much <laughs> Now, I, I think I, I mentioned it in a previous podcast, but I'll, I'll be very brief about it. My PS3, I wanted to get a wireless access for it. So I was looking at, uh, you know, little Wi-Fi sticks that you just USB plug in to access anything. You know, 10 bucks on, e, you know, uh, not eBay, and Amazon or whatever. Super cheap, really cool. And then I found out that nothing is compatible with my PlayStation except for the PlayStation Wi-Fi stick. Which is like eighty or ninety dollars, of course. You know what I mean? Like it's it's fucking stupid what they are doing over there, at Sony. Yep. Um, this yeah, I'm patiently waiting for the PS4 mods. This episode of the Fallout feed is brought to you by Sony. <laughs> Sponsor. We well, God, yeah, God bless your patience, uh, Casey. <laughs> no, I'm excited for Casey to get some mods. What do you think you're interested in, Casey? What, are you like a textures guy, or a, sort of like a weapons and clothes mods guy, or do you want to add on some missions? What do you What do you want to mess around with? Oh well, if there's extra, am I muted? No, I hear if there's you. Extra <laughs> mission, if there's extra missions, I'd be interested in that. But I'm kind of just interested in like the seasons one and like the bigger mm. storms and yeah. things like that sound just to make it look different i had my first snowfall today when my i just loaded my game for a few minutes and it started snowing in in um far harbor and so i clicked on the pit board because i just wanted to see what date it was because i assumed it was like you know winter like december or something it was on october 29th it's snowing in far harbor does it snow in october in maine any east coasters out there uh, it depends on uh, the weather uh, patterns for the most part, but it's possible. Yeah. There have been times when, like, Halloween is done entirely in snowsuits. Oh, no. <laughs> That's less and less happening as we're getting towards a more warm kind of climate oh, change. Oh, there's no proof of that. Come on. Well, what are you talking <laughs> about? Shush. <laughs> Under the rug. Just... Sweep, sweep, sweep. Um, but... Uh, yeah, winter seems to be a little bit shorter now, but there's still. Um, yeah. I'm in the north, so it's still winter, winter. But yeah, I remember going to Halloween as a cat, or going <laughs> trick or treating as a cat, but I couldn't. With a coat. Like, no one knew what I was <laughs> because I had an entire snowsuit on. That's really sweet. <laughs> <laughs> a snow kitty. Um, so what else is anybody excited about for the game? So we got what um, we got the the Vault Tech Vault coming out what Tuesday probably right? Mm-hmm. So that'll be great. Um, and then the in August we've got the 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 the, the Raider Fairground one, the the Nuka Nuka World one. 
That'll yep. be that'll be sweet. That's some new. Casey will be excited. Some new quest mo- or new new questing, and then there's yeah. there are mods out there, Casey, that add quest, add quest lines and stuff. Um, one that I actually loaded is called Tales of the Commonwealth. It adds like I don't know, maybe twelve to fifteen different interesting NPCs around the world, and then like uh, I think there's maybe even ten separate quests that go along with it. So I loaded that up with this Fallout uh, with it, my roundtable character for this year. So I'm excited to see. Well, first of all. Have I played the game enough to know if it's the NPCs from the mod or not? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if I'll be able to tell. Because I've only played the game through, like, this will be my third time. So I won't know if these new and interesting NPCs are from this mod or not. But, uh, I, th- I think you'll probably be able to pick it up over audio quality because unless they oh, that's a good did call. a really good job, it, it's probably going to sound a little tinny compared to... Uh, yeah. And will it game? be subtitled? Maybe it won't be subtitled either. Yeah, more than likely not. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's a good way to tell. Good call. So I'll keep my eye out, but uh, just a reminder, Tales of the Commonwealth is a mod, and uh, one of our group members uh, from the the Facebook group did some voice acting for three of the different characters in that mod. So uh, go, out, go out and check that mod out, everyone. Should be a good time. Uh, what else do we have uh, to mention before we uh, wrap up the show, Kara? Um, I can't really think of anything if you're trying to lead me somewhere. but uh... No, I'm not trying to lead you anywhere. Okay, did, did you have a, you, you, We said uh, for the future shows, we might get... You said you have a friend who plays Fallout as well? I've got two friends. Um, one uh, who doesn't play it super frequently, but enough that he um, he's in Far Harbor and so on and so forth. And mm-hmm. I think... I think he's got a season pass, so he might be doing the current uh, DLC too, but I haven't talked to him in a couple of weeks. We've got another one who just came back from deployment, um, and he hasn't been able to play Fallout all that much since he's been deployed for like seven months. Oh, they don't let you play over there? <laughs> well, he was in <laughs> Kuwait, where anything fun is completely banned and yeah, of course. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, he did not have a drink. Um, he did not get to oh, see most right. of the movies that were released over no, this past well, seven months. Movies are evil. <laughs> Come on, yeah, I think you know there's no gambling. Um, I don't know, a whole bunch of no's and very few yeses. Plus, it, it's desert. So at first, at first he thought, oh, it's just going to be hot all the time. And then he realized that at night it gets really fucking cold because it's the <laughs> desert. And there's nothing to absorb the fucking heat of the day. It just goes away at night. Yeah. I didn't bring a sweater. Yeah. Yeah, uh, before so we, we close out, um, I, I've got a feedback here, a really short one from Lee. Um We'll see if my audio settings are set up correctly here, but I was just going to drop something from Lee in here real quick. Let's uh, let's hear from Lee. Hi, Fallout Feed guys and gals. This is Lee Benjamin. I wanted to say how much I enjoy your podcast, and I think the whole concept is really neat because it helps people get out of their comfort zone and try playing in a manner to which they're not accustomed. I've recently started playing survival mode, no dead is dead for me, but being an avid Star Trek fan, I had to find an appropriate name for this character. Of course, he's called Dead Jim. And he did die. A lot. 
<laughs> that first Corvea mission was a real challenge. I had to find a local place where I could sleep and save my game. Doing the mission itself, it must have taken me eight or ten shorter missions to take the whole place out. Being low level at the time, grenades were my bane. That's all for now. Enjoy your apocalypse. I'll see you in the wasteland. No untrained audio presented or hummed in the making of this recording. <laughs> That's great. Awesome. Th thanks a lot, Lee, for writing in. Or uh, for not even writing. Gosh. He did a, a full uh, full on audio message. Thanks a lot, Lee. That was really awesome. And uh, keep them coming. Lee's uh, play along stuff for um, the second season of the roundtable. Guys, we have 18 people doing play alongs for the roundtable this year. Wow. Nice. Wow. 18. So I'm really excited about that. I hope everyone can uh, be like Lee and send us in lots of audio feedback over the season. Um, and we will try to come up with some sort of cool incentive for people who uh, give feedback for every recording session. There'll be four of them for this Far Harbor uh, season. So if you can uh, submit some audio feedback for each of the recording sessions, we will try to come up with something, give you some sort of cool little incentive. Um, I don't know. We kind of have a couple emails, but we don't really need to get into some emails might do some on the round table or something there um, yeah or at least save them for the next fallout feed yeah sounds good uh so thanks again to lee for writing in and uh kara did you have uh, anything else i just want to encourage our listeners participate if you you know want to send in audio feedback please do ask us questions tweet us you know facebook us email us just, you know, we, we enjoy talking to you guys and we enjoy getting feedback and we enjoy learning what you know and uh, just kind of sharing and talking with you guys. And correcting us when we're wrong. Yeah, there's, there's a whole no, big community out here, so please, you know, don't be shy. <laughs> we know that I, we have people who write, say, oh, I'm shouting the answer in my head when I'm listening to the podcast when you guys have no idea what you're talking about. It's like, yeah, we'll... There's that thing where when you're live on the air, you forget the hell what you're talking about all the time. And, oh, yeah. Or I just don't know what I'm talking about half the time anyway. So uh, we appreciate people writing in and telling us all of the stuff that we're dropping. You know, that's, that's great. Keep the emails coming. Keep the audio feedback coming. We appreciate the whole um, uh, community that's going on over on Twitter and our Facebook group. The Facebook group's so hard to find. I don't know why we're dealing with this all the time, but <laughs> please just search a Skyrim Addict Podcast and the Fallout feed. Search all of that together, and you will find us. Um, it, it's it's worth a search, guys, if you haven't looked for the Facebook group. It's a terrific group. Yeah, there's lots of no-nonsense, uh, lots of good people around. People don't get dramatic, and it's, it's a good time. Mm -hmm. uh, so... What else you got, Kara? That's it. All right. Sounds good. Um, for Kara and Dennis and Juan and Casey and Pat, I'm Andrew, and I'd like to say thank you, everyone, for tuning in to this episode of the Fallout Feed, and we will see you in the Wasteland. See you in the Wasteland. See you in the Wasteland. Thank you for downloading Bye. this episode of the Fallout Feed Roundtable. If you are interested in doing a play-along character with us, the show contacted by emailing 
falloutroundtable at gmail.com. For the roundtable schedule, our Amazon link, and all other show information, please head on over to asapodcasting.com, where you will find the Fallout feed, the Skyrimatic podcast, our YouTube channel, the Chatterbox, as well as other content. Once again, thank you for downloading, and we'll see you in the wasteland. That's awesome. Thanks for coming on the show, everyone.